0: Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m. Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 12:40 a.m. and 92.5 FM. Now here's your host, Jay Garvin.
1: This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs Gold Winner. Welcome radio listeners, podcast listeners, and even now the occasional video watcher, Jay Garvin's your host of the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio News Radio where I am your host and this is our hour together just to help you better understand the real estate market, the mortgage market, which is a hot topic with interest rates right now, and also just the simple subject of budgeting, retirement, retirement wealth management, and everything in between. In fact, with no further ado, the drum roll, Matt, I have the title of today's topic show discussion. It is Evolving Wealth, which is quite amazing. I had this talk with a very good radio listener just like you. Jim and I sat down for a cup of coffee, and I was very, very intrigued to see how he has a real estate portfolio like me, but mine is residential his is commercial he has residual income i have residual income he has transitioned into asset income which i'll explain but it was two completely different portfolios using the same principle and i said this is a gentleman that's helped me get more curious about evolving wealth and you can get a hold of me directly at 719 I am your host of the show. I'm going to be talking about evolving wealth, and we think of wealth as money. But there's also social wealth. There's also health wealth. And what I think is one of the most important topics to discuss is time wealth, the wealth and the freedom of time. So I'm going to talk about all those things, but any conversation about mortgage and any conversation about wealth starts with real estate, and I am going to invite Bill onto the mic. Bill McAfee, how are you doing, my friend? You know, I'm doing good, Jay. How about yourself? Good, and now we are talking about the uh, market statistics, the economic update. I want to start with real estate because as we talk about wealth, There's so much activity in the real estate market right now. There's so much activity in the bond, the treasury, the mortgage-backed security market with rates going up, inflation. Share with us how this has affected Pikes Peak Region multiple listing system and our real estate market, my friend. Gotcha.
2: You know, Jay, I'm going to talk about the stuff that's going to put the brakes on now. When I say put the brakes on, we're in a freaking rocket ship with our hair on fire. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's like the dog hanging his uh, face out the window. It's pulling your skin. Back. It is pulling our skin back, and we've, you know, I've, done more
1: I've done more appointments, Bill, in the last 45 days. I just looked down at my phone, and I'm meeting with another radio listener, Pat, at 2.30 after the show here. It's because of that, hair on fire, yep. it, pulling your skin back, and it's got to give, well, and I, I think it's about to.
2: I think what we're going to see is there's two things are going to put the brakes on stuff. Now, when I put the brakes on, I'm saying not much. 22 is still going to be an incredible year. One reason, we don't have the homes. Our supply is just not there. I looked yesterday, we had 300 and some listings. Uh, we had 1,000 and some sales last month. It just that we don't have enough homes. So home prices are still going to go, yes. but I'm going to make a prediction right now. Oh, year over year last year, we did 19%. Uh-huh. That was how much the home prices, which is incredible if you think you bought a $500,000 home, yeah. January 1st of last year, it was worth almost six hundred <laughs> at the end of the year. It was crazy. But so what's going to happen now is we're going to start stabilizing a little bit, and what's going to start that stabilizing is interest rates. They are going to go. They've started to go. Well, you know, where you and I was talking about this before we come on. If you watch that Treasury 2.2, as high as it's been in years, uh-huh. and so it, they we, they are going to continue to go. That is going to dampen things down. I'm going to throw out a number for people in El Paso County, according to the Department of Labor Statistics in Colorado. The median household income, and this is about a year and a half old, was about seventy two thousand okay. dollars. Ironically, where the rates were this last summer, the income you needed to purchase a home with, and typically conventional loans, they're fifty three fifty. 54% of what's going on in the market. So if you want to get a conventional loan, this is what you'll need to do because if you're going to have escalation clauses or go above the appraisal, the FHA or VA don't work. Yeah, and especially
1: the... FHA has almost fallen off. It used to yep. be twelve, thirteen percent of the yep. market. It's less than three percent of the market now. Yeah,
2: it's, and two things: one is you, it doesn't work with that. The other thing is that MIP, the mortgage insurance premium, you can't just get rid of. You have to refi out of it now. Yeah, so that made that FHA even to less. To the
1: radio listeners, FHA is the for the most. A first time home buyer loan, you only put 3.5% down. You know, there's some mortgage insurance premium in there and all of that, but you just can't do a CHAFA, a Colorado Housing Finance Authority CHAFA loan anymore because you can't get assistance on 0% down and cover 50 grand over asking price. So those first time home buyer assistance programs just aren't utilized in this market.
2: Right, and typically on the VA loan, the the VA's only gonna loan on that, whatever that appraisal comes in. Uh They're not, you know, so you just don't see, in fact, VA's are down to about 28%. Typically in our market, they would be 30% of the loans because of the military presence. So you've got interest rates are gonna start putting the brakes on. You've also got inflation, which is eating disposable income. No matter how you slice that, people are not gonna have the money in their pocket pockets that they had it is going to start to affect stuff the things that are still going is we have an incredible shortage which will still drive yep. I still predict prices year over year will be 14 to 15% over last year, Yeah. but compare that to 19% from the year before.
1: Yeah, but compare it to 0% in
2: 2012. Yeah, <laughs> for a hell of a long run. For a hell of a long so run. Our so. active listings, so a couple of things I want people to be aware of, for the listings on a running average now, listings had just been dropping through the floor, even on a running average.
1: This is the number of houses that are available on the market. Yes
2: and so they had been going down. Even on a running average, they have now stabilized and actually are coming up over an eight month period. During that same exact time where sales had been going through the roof, straight Uh up, even on a running average, they have now leveled off for eight straight months. So where you had had those two numbers, sales going up, listings going down, they've now both leveled. Yeah, they will level for a while and they will start to head back because as the market slows down a little bit, Builders will be able to catch up a little bit, bringing more homes on the market, making less of a spread between what's available and what's for sale.
1: Yeah, and let's recap why that's happening. Number one, rates are going up. So if you're a first-time home buyer, the reality is this. You have to get a helping hand from mom and dad, a friend, a relative, Bill. This is five times now in the last 60 days, I've had parents call me to say, hey, we're going to buy a house for cash. How do we do a reclamation mortgage and get 75% out? Because first we want to get Junior the house, and then we're going to get it back. I mean, there is there is no such thing as a no money down in Colorado Springs. You can go to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and do it, or Peoria, Illinois, but you're not going to do it here, Bill. No. And the second thing, that's just the rates. The other thing is with prices going up, There's just the entry level, like you said, within El Paso County incomes that are people that are just going to say, okay, I... I no longer have a goal of purchasing. It's not feasible for me in my income bracket right. and with the interest rates and with the value of homes, and that's not a good or bad thing. It's just a reality. People have been dealing with it for decades in New York and San Francisco. Absolutely. In that area, they just don't buy.
2: So people are going to their income power, purchasing power is going to go down. Yep. And so what's going to happen? You drop from the fives into the fours, the fours into the threes. Well, just give you an example, three to four, we have six days of inventory.
1: So between three and $400,000 houses, we have less than a week of inventory. It would
2: take that and we'd burn through everything we had. I looked in the broad and I believe there's only two listings this morning. Yeah. It's just, it's insane. That's what Justin um,
1: said. He says there's less than 300 on yep. the market for the whole county. Absolutely.
2: And so as you move down, what's funny is it shows 140 to 160 and 160 to 180. It shows that we have a month of inventory in that, which honestly by historic norms is not that far off, but there's nothing there. You can't find it. There's nothing in that price range. So uh-huh. that's why there's so few available for sale doesn't matter what the stats say there's nothing there. So we are going to see the the fixed mortgages are definitely going to cause the slowdown on purchasing which again is going to allow families or builders to start building up inventories to bring back in to the market, which will then start to bring demand and supply closer together, yep. which will alleviate some of that upward pressure on price. Ironically, here's something I'm going to say. December, we were 3.1%. Right now, when I pulled it, when I ran these stats, it was 3.5% on the Freddie 30 years. Yep. If it goes up to 4%, which I think there's a great chance that it absolutely is going to, Yes. you're talking a 0.9% increase in interest rates. So that person that was max qualified at 500 just dropped down in purchasing power about 30000 bucks.
1: Yeah, down to four hundred seventy yeah, thousand, or maybe even a
2: pinch less. Yep,
1: and, and at so. the same time, that prices are going up. And yep. you know, it shouldn't be things that totally discourage. There's a lot of individuals saying, you know what, I'm going to have to do my first job in Kansas City, Kansas, and I'll come back
2: here yeah. because
1: our market will settle. It's just one of the hottest ten markets in the whole country right now.
2: Well, and I got to say, I, I still believe command's going to stay here. I've, I've talked to you about that. Force is never going to leave. People are coming here from everywhere. They don't want to live in New York. They don't want to live in San Francisco. So you're going to have people come here. So that demand is still going to come. So even as, as I think the demand for the 500s above is going to slow, people that come in from out of state can afford it. People from Denver can afford it. People from Castle Rock can afford it. It's our own people in our own county that's going to face reality and say, I can't afford a home here. Yeah.
1: And a lot of those, I've had more than 10 clients last year that says I'm tapping out of Colorado and I'm going to yep. go work construction in Florida.
2: Yeah, no, we're seeing it, and you're even seeing, seeing people from Colorado go into up into uh, Wyoming. You're seeing them in the you know, north. South Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. So you're definitely see that that happening. So, so
1: in the last minute or two here, kind of tell us in your own perspective as you know someone who runs a title company and sees hundreds and hundreds of transactions a month, where you see the tea leaves kind of. Right. Uh settling out in the next ninety days the next quarter
2: even i i'm gonna say through this year, I feel comfortable saying that. We're still going to have an unbelievable year because even if demand cut in half, which I don't believe that's going to happen, we'd still have a great year.
1: So we're still going to have 10 to 15 percent. of I believe so.
2: I still you still think you're looking at 10 to 15. But for people in our market, that's a break, you know, because where it had been going at 19 percent. And the other thing, that, the last thing I'm going to close on. People ask me, do I think we're having a foreclosure or short sale thing again? I absolutely don't. Yep. Again, more than 50 percent of the loans were conventional, so people were bringing money into it. And think about this. Last thought. I put 20 percent down on that $500,000 house back in January of 21. By the end of that year, it's almost worth 600000 and I already had a hundred in it. I got $200,000 of equity in that house. I can't tell you how many we're closing right now. They haven't made payments for a year, and they're putting cash in their pocket when they walk away. Yep,
1: and you're right, my friend. So I appreciate you coming. The last thing I'll add to that, and then with their rate is locked at 2 or 3% anyhow, Absolutely. so they're not going to move up. They're going to fix this house up, and I think that's dealing with the inventory. So what a great way to start off the show. I appreciate you coming in my friend appreciate you taking the time and uh, same place next month thanks my friend be good my friend okay we'll be back right after these messages to continue The Jay Garvin Show
0: Jay Garvin's Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's.
1: This segment is brought to you by Arrow
0: Moving and Storage. When it goes down in circle, when it fly high, like a bit bird, of
1: Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show and podcast. Today, I'm talking about evolving wealth. And my particular focus has always been around real estate and the mortgages that accompany that. Uh, I'm with Churchill Mortgage, so we officially are a debt-free lender, which in many cases, my friend, is an oxymoron like a jumbo shrimp or, what do you want to say, effective government where everybody has a particular phase in life that they're in. I don't care if you're listening right now and you don't yet own a home, even if I talk in the economic update about how prices of houses are going up and mortgage rates are going up, there's still a way for you to buy a house, and that's not going to change in America or the American dream. We have 30-year fixed mortgages. The, the fashion that you may do it might change, where you buy a house but now you are going to have a roommate, period. Or you're, I think we're eventually going to see it in El Paso County where two young professional couples buy a split rancher and one couple owns and lives in the bottom walkout basement of the house and the other couple lives upstairs. You have to think outside the box. This is why people have rental units within their home. They're called integrated ADUs where people convert a garage and, Turn it into a VRBO, Airbnb, STR, which is a short-term rental, and it ought to $1,500. If you still want to own a home, you're going to be able to do it. And you just call me at 719-330-1457. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to get in the show here. When I'm talking about evolving wealth, I'm going to tell you, first of all, I'm going to talk about a definition of wealth and a definition of evolving, and then the combined definition of evolving wealth because it's so much more than just money or a profit and loss or an actual asset sheet. And I'm going to get into that. But then after that, I'm going to talk about the different stages financially, socially, time-wise and health-wise of your journey in life. I call it a journey in wealth because you can have an entire journey in wealth that doesn't involve money at all. In fact, you can have All the money in the world, and if you don't have your health, it's worthless. If you don't have a social aspect to your life, and I'll go into that, the money is worthless. You can be the most renowned surgeon in the world, but if you're in surgery and recovery and surgical prep 90 to 100 hours a week, you have very little wealth in your life outside of the financial byproduct of that. You don't have control of your time. You don't have control of your social wealth. And eventually, you're going to lose your health wealth. So it all works together. And the bottom line here today is I really get down in the weeds with this, folks, is I can help you at all stages. Yeah, I'm a host of a radio show here. And yes, I'm a licensed loan originator with Churchill Mortgage. But our company, where we have the motto of debt-free living, and the combination of the Jay Garvin Show and our team, Garvin's Group at Churchill Mortgage, right here in El Paso County in Colorado, but also in 11 other states. Meaning if you have help in Florida that you need, or Tennessee, or Texas, or the Carolinas, or Oklahoma, now Missouri, or New Mexico, or Wyoming, or South Dakota, or Montana, we can help you. We're helping adult children that you have. We're helping your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers. And it doesn't matter what stage you're at. I just want you to call me at 719-330-1457. So I'm going to go into uh, an introduction here, and it is what's the definition of wealth? And looking at Webster's Dictionary, uh, wealth is just a large amount of money or possessions. So that's the most superficial definition of wealth. But if you dig deeper, wealth simply means very affluent. So is that affluent in money? Is that in affluent in health? Is that affluent in influence? What is that? And we're going to kind of pull that apart and go down deep into it. But what I love the most as the definition of wealth is the accumulation of valuable resources. Now, notice it didn't say money or economic resources, it just said resources. So here's the lid I want to pull off of wealth today. In my mind, in research that I've done, and this is just research by Jay, the world according to Jay, you have financial wealth, but you also have social wealth. Now I didn't say social media, you know, I didn't say Snapchat or Twitter or TikTok, just social wealth. The third one is your health wealth and thank God over the last 30 years we've had so much focus on that in society. Now, there's some portions of society, I'm telling you, I've went, I've went to cities where there is no health wealth in that entire city. I love the places I've visited all the way from Havana, Cuba, where uh, there is a lot of wealth. People are very, very healthy there. Uh, but then just the same, I visited Graceland in Memphis, and you go downtown Memphis, and there is very little evidence of health wealth. But the fourth one, which for me is the most important, is time wealth. So I'm going to break through all of those, but then before I do that, add in this definition of evolving. So the topic of today's discussion, just here between you and I, is evolving wealth. Came to me from Jim. We had a conversation while we were sitting in a coffee shop right downtown. He's a gentleman. I appreciate any and all of you calling. I appreciate Jane and Bill listening. I appreciate Dan and Tanya listening. I appreciate Andy and Candy listening. I mean, there's so many of you that I have connected with that you add more value to me. I sat down with Jim, and I said, you know, I appreciate the discussion. You just helped me write a radio show. And here is the definition of evolving. Developing gradually, evolving. Developing from a simple form to a complex form, evolving. Develop or change over time. And here's my key, evolving. Here's the definition of evolving. Developing slowly to become better, more complex, or in an advanced state over time. So I'm going to talk about slowly developing the accumulation of of valuable resources over time. So don't go anywhere. I'm gonna continue the conversation specifically about the four types of wealth, how I can help you in any stage that you're doing, and where you're at right now. Whatever stage you're at, I can help you out, but you have to call me at 719 I don't care if you're trying to buy a house, whether you're trying to consolidate debt and get right side up ahead of your bills, or whether you're wanting to buy a move up home, an investment property, Stick around. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show, 719 330 1457.
0: The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM. 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the beat? Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy.
1: Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay, your host here on this beautiful Saturday morning. And if you don't get a chance to catch all the show, it's on 11 a.m. tomorrow. But also you can go into any of your podcasts, whether it's your iTunes, whether it's Spotify, whether it's iHeart. You can just go into Spotify and say, The Jay Garvin Show. And you can get any and all of these. They're updated weekly. But today, I'm continuing the conversation from our previous segment on evolving wealth, really talking about slowly developing a simple concept into a more complex concept of the accumulation of valuable resources in your life. Call me at 719-330-1457. I would love to help you. Here's how I can help simplify your life. If you've got any credit card debt, if you've got any car debt, unsecured debt, with inflation hedging the way that it is, more than 7% last month, when they increase the prime interest rate in March and you have over $10,000 of credit card payments, you're gonna go up 50 to $100 overnight. Call me and I can help you do a makeover mortgage, eliminate all your debt, get a good reserve in place again, get you signed up for Financial Peace University to stay out of debt and then set more money aside for your retirement so you can actually retire and stop working 40, 50, 60 hours a week at the end of your life. If you're looking to an investment property exploration process, I can help you. If you know you want to help your child buy a house, I can help. Churchill not only gets you approved, but we can get you certified, which means we get an underwriter to look at all your paperwork before you ever look at a house. But looking at the four types of wealth, and the four types of wealth are financial wealth, social wealth, time wealth, and health wealth, is the following. Financially, if you look at wealth, you can say you've got some money in the bank. You also can say, hey, I define financial wealth as the accumulation of assets. Hey, Jay, how do I determine my financial wealth? I can say, look, let's just take all of your assets, like a house or a car, and all your liabilities, like a, a mortgage or a food bill that happens every month with groceries, stuff like that. Take all your assets minus your liabilities, and that's your net worth when talking about financial wealth. It's funny here, I read articles and I also think part of wealth is definitely a budget reserve, call it a safety net. Dave Ramsey calls it step one with an emergency reserve and step three with a three to six month working family budget reserve, meaning if you're going to want to accumulate wealth in life, you're going to have to say, hey, it costs me $5,000 a month to pay my bills, and you're going to have to come to the realization that you have to set at least $15,000 3 of those months to pay all your bills without a job, or $30,000 six months if you're in a more volatile career like, say, real estate, mortgage, uh, self-employed, website creator, whatever it is, the more secure your job is, the lesser amount of reserves you need. But you're going to need that if you have a conversation. I have some of the guys call it the F.U. money, and that's not financial university money. You know what I'm talking about. Of enough money that if you lose your job or just have a bad day at work, you can tell your boss that today's the last day, my friend. In fact, you're not a friend, and that's why it's my last day. You get my point. But all of that, having money in reserves, having money in the bank, Having an accumulation of assets, getting on top of your actual net worth, because if you want to get on top of your net worth, you have to take a look at your liabilities or your debt, and you have to block off your reservoir so money isn't just streaming out of all ends of the pond so you don't have to work until the day that you perish. But then also you need to start thinking about investments and stuff, and I'll get back to that. But that's not the only wealth. I tell you at the end of every show, go grow and prosper and tell someone close to you that you love them because the mortgage and the money in the bank is worthless. And people say that, yeah, Jay, because you have it in the bank. You say being wealthy isn't a big deal, but if you have it, you can say that. If you don't, it's a struggle. But I've seen plenty of money come and go. I've seen plenty of people with a moderate amount of money. Now, you can have balance. You can make far less money in your life if you're not burdened with debt, and that's where I want to help you because if you feel burdened with debt, I want you to call me at seven one nine three three zero one four five seven whether you have a house or not, I know I can help you, and I know that you need help because inflation is coming folks hasn't been here for forty years, it is not you know a transitory inflation. This is here to stay, and you have to deal with it, and I can help you deal with it. But some of the aspects of really strong social wealth are like strong family ties. That's important. You can have the best job in the world, and if you've just got an agonizing relationship with a family member, that's going to destroy a portion of your valuable resources in your life. Lasting friendships, so huge, friends that would be there no matter what, that's a big part of social wealth. Having a social connectedness, whether that's in a civic organization, whether that's actually with your team at work, it's important to have that. A sense of belonging. We work very, very hard at Churchill Mortgage. As a client of Churchill Mortgage, you're going to feel valued. We have the perfect client experience and that is important. I was mistreated by a credit union over the last month and it just tore me apart. I can't understand how people survive within that. It was a chaotic system. I couldn't even make a payoff. And I said, thank God, this is a temporary relationship because I wanted a sense of belonging and importance, but then also positive interactions, being part of a community that might be your church. Like I said, that might be your athletic team. That might be your workout partners, but then also fulfillment and self-confidence. So there wasn't money in any of that, but I'm telling you, If people say money can't buy you happiness, they're just misleading because having your house paid off can free up your time to build the portion of your social, your health, or the time aspect of your life and build deeper relationships, build deeper health, and build deeper interactions. Now, health wealth, if you want to pursue that, it is going to entail some real work. Not mental work, but physical work of getting a regular exercise program, healthy eating. I like this, and I, I read on the internet portion control. You know, gluttony is not part of uh, health wealth. But then sleep is part of your health. Hygiene's part of your health. Living a stress-free life, taking some time—that's a hard one for me. Taking some downtime. Like, I'm really looking forward to go on spring break where we're taking two families, I think seven kids and four adults and grandparents, so six adults, and going to Branson, Missouri on a road trip. I don't want to deal with the stress of an airport. We're driving to a huge house, and we're just going to have some really good stress-free active fun. And then um, properly managing your thought and properly managing your positive your proactive, positive thinking. That's all part of your health wealth. And finally, time. This is so important. Time wealth is something that Billy Eberhardt, who I'm going to see later today at the um, uh, Wealth Builders Conference in Denver, I went there last night and it was just phenomenal, south side of Denver in the Marriott. And he helped me a lot with that, with the thought process of having time wealth. And that comes with Residual income, asset income, I'm going to get into that in the next segment, but having financial independence buys you your time back. That's that cash reserve. My wife and I wear blue jeans and drive used cars, but I have worked tooth and nail endlessly just to get $100,000 in the bank. So unless there's an emergency, we don't move that, and that allows me to be more flexible with, let's say... Dramatic changes in my career like interest rates going up a half a percent. But also thinking time wealth will be an early financial retirement of you saying, I still want to earn money, but I don't have to. That's a big part of your health. Earning passive income, which I'm going to go into here in the final segment. And then having that time, the most important is time for your friends and family. I'm building my career less right now because my son is 18 and he goes off to college, and my daughter is 15 turning 16 this next Monday, and I'm going to be there for those celebrations. When I'm an empty nester, I can decide whether I want to work more, but also having time wealth allows you the most important thing in life, and that's the freedom to pursue your passions. So... Next segment, I'm going to walk through and say, okay, what are the different stages of wealth? Where are you at? How is your wealth evolving? And we're not just talking money. We're talking your health. We're talking your time. We're talking your social advancement and where and how I can help you at every stage. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show, and I want you to call me during the break for two reasons. One, if you have any question at all, about wealth, and I'm talking about uh, passive income, residual income, like rental income, profit income, dividend income, interest income, royalties, retirement income, any of that, just call me and we'll have a talk, 719-330-1457. But if you know right now you need to refinance and get rid of all your debt before rates go up and inflation grows, we're running out of time, folks. By March... The rates are going to be another half a percent higher, and I hate to be the bearer of the reality of it, but your credit cards and all your unsecured debt are just going to start to crush you if you're not proactive, and I can help you in a great way. So call me at three three zero one four five seven. and lastly, if you have an interest to attend a private invitation-only investment property class in March, I want you to call me. 719-330-1457 I'll be back right after these messages to finish up my talk on Evolving Wealth. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show.
2: Changing
0: the weather Changing the sea Come back The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 AM, and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to
2: pop you up.
1: Stay tuned, folks. Thanks for listening. If you're just popping in your car or into your living room or kitchen and you hear my voice, I am Jay Garvin. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. And today I'm finishing our conversation between you and I about evolving wealth. And evolving wealth, as I said at the beginning of the show, is just simply a better, more complex, slow-developing advancement in your accumulation of valuable resources. Now, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme overnight. If you're looking for that, just spin the dial and grab another station. But if you're interested in doing anything that I'm talking about in this last segment, I want you to call me at 719-330-1457 or simply go to Churchill, Colorado and click on the Colorado Springs team, click on my mug my face, get to know me more, and then you can click on my calendar and say, Jay, I want to sit down. I've been talking this whole hour about financial wealth, social wealth, health wealth, and time wealth, and financial wealth really explains itself about eliminating debt, figuring out your net worth, whether you can retire, whether you have anything more than earned income, because there's three types of income, earned income is income that you work for, but understand me, if you're tired right now, you better start to understand residual income, different from earned income, because this isn't wealth you have to work for, this is money and wealth that works for you. Something like a stock dividend, or a rental income, an investment property, stuff like that that I'll get into, but you have social wealth, which is your connectedness, your positive interaction, your social involvement, being part of community, stuff like that. It's very important to feel connected. And it's amazing, in this world of social media, when we should have more connection than ever, statistically, look it up yourself. It shows that people feel less connected than ever. Now, a lot of that has to do with the isolation with COVID. But people hide behind a click and a picture, and you actually need to receive a hug and interact. And then you have your health wealth of how often do you exercise, how are your eating habits, how are your sleep and hygiene habits, and all of this comes together and works together. Now, as far as the wealth accumulation and actually your financial wealth, you have your earned income. We all need a job, and I've often told you, and individuals like Harry Dent or Dave Ramsey have told you that your number one source of wealth in your life is your earned income. My wife and I were able to do something with real estate because I worked hard and I was able to make X amount of dollars, say $100,000, and our budget to pay all our bills was only 50000 That's earned income. Residual income is money that works for you, but you still have to work for it. We own investment properties and we still have to work and maintain those, just not as much work as a regular job, but the epitome of wealth is really that asset income, not the residual income, but asset income where wealth works without your input. That's something like royalty income. You write a book or you cut a song, and as long as that continues to sell, you don't have to redo the song. You have direct income, like minerals, land, like oil and gas, where you just lease your land or you get oil and it just comes out. It's direct income. You have stocks and you have dividend income where you there's actually stocks out there, folks, that's not a four oh one K. It's not an IRA. It's like a common stock like Procter and Gamble, Johnson Controls, Apple. You're not going to get it with Amazon. You know, you're not going to get it with some stocks. You have to see if they have a dividend and you just get a share of the profits every year. I can help you navigate because you're going to have to do some shifting. If you've got all of your money in the market, especially if it's in a 401k or an IRA or a Roth IRA, you need to call me immediately. Because with inflation, your 6 to 12% accumulation in stock market wealth is not going to cut it when inflation is 6 to 8%. It's going to be near zero growth. Where if you get into real estate or some aspect of business and some other areas, I can help you still get a 7 to 10% net growth. And if you're in that stage, I would love to hear from you at 330-1457. I'm going to finish reading this list here. It doesn't matter where you are along the journey of evolving wealth. doesn't matter if you're in the education stage. I can help you. doesn't matter if you're in the income creation stage. I can help you. Hey, let's help you get this much income in your job so you can qualify for a house in 24 months. I can help you with that. I love this one. Your initial debt elimination stage. Folks, if you don't get rid of your unsecured debt, if you don't get rid of your credit card debt and your car debt and your student debt and your parakeet debt, don't lie to yourself. You're never going to acquire wealth in life. And I'm not just talking financial wealth. You're not going to have much health wealth when you're stressing out because your unsecured payments are going through the roof. You're certainly not going to have any time wealth because you're going to have to get a second job and you know where I'm going. But if you're in the asset accumulation stage, that's really where I can help you. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. If you've got more than $400,000 in the stock market, I'm going to encourage you and you don't have a investment property. I'm going to encourage you to focus your next five years of your retirement savings into buying a house so you can experience residual income. I can help you. Business development stage, if you're like, Jay, I want to develop this concept. Can you help me? I can. Churchill is a company that we own as an ESOP, Employee Stock Ownership Plan. I've got this radio show, Garvin's Media Group. It's a company, and I can help you through the tenants of business. But if you're in a life plan development stage, I can give you personal experience and help you. If you're in the final debt elimination stage of your life where Marlo and I are, I'm a mortgage guy, and I just paid off five mortgages. If you really want to have true wealth in your life, you have to eliminate all of your debt so you can lean into social, lean into time wealth, and then lean into health wealth. And then finally, if you're in the wealth building stage or the legacy stage, I can help you, at least help you get connected. So... Call me at 719 I hope my conversation on evolving wealth has been valuable to you. And at the end, especially in a show like this, I want to remind you to go grow and prosper, to tell someone close to you that you love them, because that's all that matters in the end. Not your mortgage, not your house, and not all your assets. It's just your friends, your relationships, and your memories. And if you haven't found your passion, call me as well. I can help you find it. 719 330 1457. One final plug if you are interested in learning more about investment property and you currently own a home, I can get you into an invitation only class in March. Call me at 719 330 1457.
0: Have a great week. Jay Garvin's, I'm signing off. Come, come on, back.